by Geek Vibes Nation. I'm your host, Nick Smith, and joining me tonight is Joel Jimenez. What up, Joel? What up, Nick? Uh, not shit, man. Uh, like special late night podcast, uh, volume two of our NBA 2019 free agency frenzy breakdown. Um, so we, uh, Luke and I covered 11 teams yesterday. We got 11 teams to cover today. In theory, we'll see how many we get, we get to. Um, there may be a couple that we we skip. Um, but uh, yeah, like we're just breaking it all down uh, for all of you listeners. Uh, we're super excited about it. So without further ado, let's jump into it, man. So we covered the Brooklyn side of um, the New York uh, equation uh, yesterday. Now we're going to talk to the Knicks side. So the Knicks don't land Kyrie. They don't land KD. Um, they spend a lot of money um, on, uh, you know, I would say one potential all-star um, and then, you know, uh, an assemblance of role players. Um, spend about 70 million dollars on these guys. Almost all the cap space. Um, what are your general thoughts on a, you know, Katie choosing to go to Brooklyn? Obviously, I'm sure you got some thoughts about that. Um, and also, what you know, the Knicks chose to do with their remaining cap space um, once that decision was in. Well, let me uh, start by congratulating Brooklyn. For getting Kyrie and getting Kevin Durant, may they that's big of hell for the rest of eternity. Um, there you go. That's that's more what I. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was. It was. Uh, it was. Uh, it was bad. Uh, it was very really bad. That I felt really, really, really bad that day. Um, because it was like a gut punch. Especially, you know, all year, you kind of got signals that they would come. Like, even me, you know me, I'm very much a person, like, I'll believe it when I see it. But it's hard to not, especially in this city, well, at least where I'm at, <laughs> to, to to not feel, hear the hype. You know, that, that's what it is. And then it's like they, 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 they stole, it's like they felt like they stole them from us. It felt like classic. And it's like it's embarrassing. It's it's embarrassing for the Knicks franchise to be relegated to second fiddle in your own city. Now, do I believe that? No, I really don't. Like, look, enjoy them, enjoy the, the popularity, enjoy the success. You won your off-season championship. Enjoy it. We'll see what happens afterwards. Because uh, just as many, like, as many people, look, if we would have signed Kyrie and, and, and uh, Kevin Durant, they would have lauded us, praised us, but also shit on us for signing a guy that was injured in a head case. Look, it's the same shit, except it's not us now. It's Brooklyn. So they're just going to laud them because they're not the Knicks. You know what I mean? They're not going to hear a lot of the negatives until, you know, shit doesn't work out. You got to remember, the Nets are not as popular as the Knicks here. They're just not. Even now, they're not. They're just not. They never will. There's there, there's definitely more Never coverage of us not getting KD and Kyrie than them getting K, KD and Kyrie. That's just what it is. That's true. It's never gonna. 
no offense, it's not a Nets town. And look, that's probably why they went there. They're never going to – if they don't win in Brooklyn, no one's going to give a shit. <laughs> that's the problem. <laughs> you know what I no one cares. Look. Um, well, I think, and we won't. Care I don't think either. that's why they went there, but I do think that is a no, plus of course not. for them. No, of course uh, they definitely went there for other reasons. Uh, I don't care why they went there. They didn't come to me, and that's really where it comes down to. They didn't come to the next word. They didn't come to the Garden. Um, uh, that that was it's the heaviest jersey in the NBA. They decided to go with you know. Uh, not as heavy. <laughs> they went, yeah, let's go to the bright lights, but not the brightest of the lights. You know, let's get near the sun, but not on the sun. Let's not do that. Let's not get too close. You know, I get it. It's fine. It's whatever. Um, I'm over it. I- I'm upset. I was I upset? Yes. Would I have signed them both? Yes, of course. Um, they even took DeAndre Jordan from us, who we had last year. We, I liked DeAndre Jordan, so that one hurt too. But um. And uh, and, and lovely, you know, and it's just, you know, having to sit here the last couple of days, and I've avoided sports talk radio <laughs> for the majority. Like, I've avoided some people more than others because I know some people who I can listen yeah. to who are, who are obviously not fucking ridiculous, and then there are others that are just that, that take you know pride and joy in our, our failure uh, and, and yeah. our, our unsuccess. <laughs> so I, I just avoid those negative motherfuckers, and I just kind of live with myself and. You know, I, I like that day that that it happened. I even picked up Juwan, went for a ride. I did some shit. I was all crazy. It was going on because I just I, I couldn't be in my own feelings if I would have slit my wrist. It was that bad. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, uh, so no, I was, man, whatever. I tell you, I, 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 this is. No. I went through this. I went through this. <laughs> it took me. It took me like ten days to get over Georgia losing to Alabama. Like so, like I, I feel you. <laughs> Like this, I feel like this is on that level. Like it's, it's just uh, maybe it didn't take you ten days, but you know, it's it's on that level of like just the worst gut punch disappointment feeling that you can yeah. imagine. Right, and my thing is like when these guys got hired, when Scott Perry got brought in and Fizdale got brought in, and they let Steve Mills stay and let him do his way. Never once did they say. Free agency is how we were going to build. Not once. It was always going to be, right. if it could happen, we'll do it. You know, we opened up the possibility for it to happen. Someone, they just didn't come. But we did have the opportunity to have it happen. You know, we had the yeah. space. It's not like we didn't have the space. Uh, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. things didn't work out. There's just a lot. The Knicks have a very, um, it's a negative way, uh, aura around them. Uh they're they're a mock. They're mocked more than anything. Uh and as much as people would like to play for us, uh it's 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 I guess it's scary for some people to, to, to actually make the move. So I mean this is the last free agency I'm ever gonna give a shit about. It's already over. This is the biggest one since LeBron. Not gonna go. You're not prepping for twenty twenty one? Oh well look, we are, but I'm not gonna we're not gonna make a big deal. <laughs> that's not the that's not the priority. You know, we'll have the space it's, just like this it's year. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a huge deal, man. It's it's good no, but you gotta understand it's different. We're gonna have the opportunity. We're gonna have the space and the opportunity, but it's not gonna be the focus. Not for us. Right. Okay. If the media wants to make a big deal of it, fine. But that's not going to be our focus. That's why we definitely sure. look, at, look, look, look at look at this year. We didn't get Katie and Kyrie. So what did we do? We signed like the first signing, Julius Randle. 
a, perennial, a, a, a guy that was practically an all-star last year has a chance this year uh, on a team that's sure. not going to be that good. I mean, they have they have a lot of yeah. young guys. If, if the young guys step up, maybe there's a chance. But as of right now, they got a guy that could possibly become an all-star in Julius Randle. And they gave Absolutely. him two years with a team option in the, in the third. Not a bad country. They're gonna, they had to overpay for him. Um, and it wasn't like they maxed him out. And it's not a bad contract overall because, it's, again, it's a two-year third option. It was a team option. Right. So yeah. I'm not upset by it. The other guys, all the other agents are one year with a team option on the second. All of them. Absolutely. It doesn't yep. matter who they sign. They won't be here if we don't want them here next year. We're open. We're, we're back true. on the market next year if we want to. And the guys that we signed are yeah. pretty decent. We got um, Tyus Gibson, Bobby Portis. Uh, you got uh, Reggie Bullock. Well, Reggie Wayne Bullock. Uh, Alfred Payton. Uh, Alfred Payton. Uh, I, like, I like all those guys. Uh, especially Alfred Payton. You know, you know I like Alfred Payton. I've been an Alfred Payton guy. Yeah, you've so, always liked Alfred Payton. Yeah. I always, I've always, and and Julius Randle. I liked them last year, and so it's one of those. Yeah. Like I was excited to get those two guys, and obviously those are not my 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 A options, but they came in. I think they'll complement our roster, and I think that's all. That's it's all about the kids now developing the roster. These guys are not the guys that we signed. They're not going to get in the way of developing our youth, and I think that's the most important. Are they thing. not? They're the no, they're not, because they're not going to be the priority. They're complementary pieces. They're going to play the youth, the young guys. It's, they're going to have to earn those spots, I hope but so. at, the same, at the same time, uh, yeah, the focus is definitely going to be for Dennis Smith Jr., uh, Kevin Knox, R.J. Barrett, and, and Mitchell Robinson, Alonzo Trier, all those guys to develop and become starters. See, I wouldn't even put the, Trier early, in that boat. I would, because and, I think he not, has that kind of potential. Not, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's got that kind of potential, but you, you, because of the way the deal, his deal is structured, he is a free agent next season. I'm not trying to invest mm-hmm. money into him long term. <laughs> so, if anything, I, I'm looking at like, you know, I'd rather not play him a whole lot, not drive up his value, and get him on like uh, a, a, get him back on a deal that's more favorable for you. And I mean, and and you know, maybe that's that's kind of, but like, I don't, I, I don't think it it would be that hard to justify it with as many you know, shooting guards as you guys have now. So, um, but if you do play him a lot, I would I, I'd be looking to trade him because again, I'm not trying to invest in him long term, um, simply because of what we talked about with 2021 and and you know, I just. <clears throat> but the first four guys you mentioned, um, Dennis Smith Jr. Yeah. R.J. Barrett, Kevin Knox, Mitchell Robinson, those guys need to all get at least 25 to 30 minutes a game. Um, I that, agree. Like, mm-hmm. that is That should should absolutely be the priority. Um, let, let me um, – let's take a step back here because I want to ask you this question because I, I, I've heard this brought up a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Over the the past couple of days, and and maybe you haven't because you've kind of been closed off from, um, uh, you know, <laughs> listening to a lot yeah. of sports Scrutiny. sports talk radio and, and podcasts yeah. and different things. But I've heard I've heard mm-hmm. the conversation brought up, and I want to address it because I think it that and I'll I don't want to steer you, but I know I'm not going to steer you. Um, so I, I'm just going to give you my opinion first. Um, I've heard the argument that 
Um, well, the Knicks fucked up by trading Porzingis. Like they should have never traded him. <laughs> uh, you know, he yeah. he like like there's no way that he wouldn't have signed with them long term because of his injury. Um, and you know, had they had had they at least have had him, they would have still had one max cap spot. Maybe they could have convinced Katie to sign there, team up with Porzingis, blah 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 blah, all that fucking shit. Here's my thing. Um, one, um, Porzingis is a seven foot three guy coming off an ACL tear. Do I want to max that guy mm-hmm. out for five years? No, not really. <laughs> not really. Um, and then also, like, yeah, you you used him as a salary dump. Sure, you got rid of Hardaway. You got rid of uh, Courtney Lee. Um, and you mm-hmm. open up the two max cap spots and all that. Um, but, like, you also got, like, valuable assets in return. You got Dennis Smith Jr., you got two first-round picks. Um, like, for a team that is, uh, you know, essentially not necessarily in a place uh, where, like, even if you – like, let's say Kevin Durant wasn't hurt coming into this season. Even if you had Ke- Kevin Durant to – that team with Tim Hardaway Jr. and you know Kristaps Porzingis, um, that that's not a fucking championship team. Like let's not fucking no. kid ourselves here. And that's with Kevin Durant not hurt. Um, so you know I, I think the notion of this revisionist history, well, you know clearly because you know it didn't work out that they didn't you know sign the two max contracts. They should have fucking not ever made that trade for Kristaps Porzingis. That's fucking retarded. Excuse me. Damn it. I hate when I say that. Sorry, Miss Langan. Um, it, it it is idiotic. Like you, uh, you should not, you should not like be able to like look at that in such revisionist history. First of all, the dude didn't want to be there. Secondly, he's coming off an ACL tear. From what I've heard, he's a fucking prima donna. Um, and and like you know, he just um. As talented as he is, uh, he hasn't shown as much as people like to pretend he has. Um, And honestly, I don't think the Knicks made the wrong move in shipping him out, Um, regardless that you know they they didn't get the two max guys. Like I think, um, honestly, I I don't necessarily like what they did with their cap space. But I would have rather been in the position that they had with their cap space, minus Chris Stops, um, you know, uh, and minus you know Kyrie and KD, um, mm-hmm. than where they were uh, or where they would be had they kept them, um, mm-hmm. and and having and being forced to give him that like huge one hundred and fucking what fifty eight million dollar. A five-year max contract. Um, I would not feel comfortable doing that. Just my personal thoughts. What do you think about that? About the notion that they fucked up where they where the Knicks really fucked up was when they traded Kristaps. That whole argument. Yeah, I could never believe that as, as a fact because he didn't want to be here. If you want to say the Knicks fucked up for not being able to. Uh, to, to sustain a relationship with Kristaps to the point where he didn't want to leave, 
And again, I think a lot of that was all because of the whole Phil Jackson situation that ruined that that sure. relationship. Uh, and yeah. again, he's gone. So like, at this point, you're like, whatever. I mean, I don't know what else to say to you, bro. Like, he's gone. <laughs> like, um, and it seems like KP's kind of kind of a diva at this point. Uh, as you saw, as soon as we traded him, we found out there was a rape allegation. He's getting a fight in Europe. I'm like, look, he's not worth the fucking trouble, and he's coming off an ACL surgery, and he's 7-3. You want to give him a max right. contract? Fine. Let Dallas give him a fucking max contract. So your right. idea was keep him, sign him to a max, and then sign the guy that just tore his Achilles, ruptured him, sorry, and sign him too to a max. And yet we're supposed to look good after doing both of those. It's just the logic behind it is fucking ridiculous. But Fine. You know what? We got decent value back. We got those contracts off to free up some space. We got two first-round draft picks for him. If you think he's worth it, fine. I I don't disagree. I think those are – we got good value back. I can't go – we got Dennis in the junior way, a nice young asset there. I can't complain with what we got back. Some people think we got stiff. We'll see how how KP looks in the next couple years, and then, you know, we'll come back to it. Yeah. Maybe we did fuck up. But, you know, at the moment, Absolutely. We, we got rid of a risk, you know? Uh, it is what yeah. it is. You know, and look, at the end of the day, this might have worked out 100% good for the Knicks. It might not look good overall, like at first, but you lost your 7-3 guy that had a fucked up Achilles, and, and then you lost out on the potential to signing another 7-footer that fucked up his Achilles. Long term, that could have fucked this team up over long term. And you know what? Maybe it's for the best. That It just didn't work out for either one. ACL. For uh, Chris point taken. Was it ACL? Um, seven three. Yeah, it was you know ACL. I mean? uh-huh. Yeah, seven three with an ACL tear already on the on you know, and you know I was preaching. Hasn't to played you, a full like, season that, yet. That, right, I was preaching to you the health concerns on Kristaps before even that happened, and I think yeah. at the time you were like, well, you know, I mean, he's never had a serious injury, and I was like, dude, it's bound to happen, right. and it did, and here we are, like. Mm-hmm. It's it's and you know, with having had a serious injury and a lot of minor injuries and not ever being able to really play um even close to a full season, like, dude, that would just concern me. I, I don't like where the Mavericks are right now. I don't think like honestly, I look at them and think you are the new um Pelicans. Like, Luca is your version of Anthony Davis, um, and you're going, going to make all of these moves to try and win immediately because he's so good. He's so good, so fast, and you're going to make all these moves, and then, like, you, you're, they're not going to add up. And then at the end of the day, if you had just built steadily, um, you probably would be in a much better position, um, but you didn't. You, you cut all these corners. And he's going to fucking leave in seven years or eight years or whatever it is. Like that's just I, – I really – I think that. I, I just do. Um, and who knows where he'll go, what the market will be then, but um, I, I just don't think they're building a winning situation in Dallas. So maybe my thoughts on this are, are as much of a referendum on Dallas as it is um, to me New York getting out of a – uh, a precarious situation there, but I I said from the get go that I I like the Porzingis trade. I stand by that. If Porzingis ends up being like staying healthy and being great, fine. Um, but like to me, like that doesn't even mean that it was a bad deal for the Knicks because like 
you know, butterfly effect. You never know um, if he had taken the wrong step at in MSG at any point in time if he had gone down. He's obviously a health concern. Um, so, like, even if he stays yep. healthy, I don't think that is the referendum. Uh, shouldn't should should not be a referendum on the Knicks as far as trading him. Um, and like you said, they got that good value. All right. Before we move on, I just got to say really quickly. So mm-hmm. I here's where I got to come down on your Knicks. <clears throat> I understand. Uh, you know, you 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 couldn't get uh, Kyrie and Katie. That's just that's the way the fucking cornbread crumbles. Like you know that you know that's how it ended up playing out. I think if if Kevin Durant doesn't get injured, this whole situation is a lot fucking different. Um, but yeah. you know this is the way it ended up playing out. Um, my biggest thing is this: there have been two really big salary dumps for uh, including future draft picks that happened in the last couple days. Um, Iguodala was shipped to Memphis, and they got a future first-round pick. Um, and then uh, for the Jimmy Butler deal, uh, Mo Harkless um, was sent to the Clippers, and they got a future first-round pick. My biggest qualm with the Knicks is this. Even before free agency officially began, um, I feel like they had to – have some insight to know that it wasn't a lock that they were going to get Kevin Durant. Um, there should have been a lot of text messages, phone calls, etc., saying if you got players on one-year deals or two-year deals that you want to dump, let us know. We will take them, and we will gladly take your draft asset. Um, and and like and here's the thing too. Not even just like with the amount of cap space they had, they could have outbid anybody else who made the deal. So like for Memphis, like who, who took on Iguodala and got a future uh, guaranteed first round pick from Golden State, they could have like New York could have been like, we'll take Iguodala and Livingston. Uh, Livingston has a two million dollar guarantee. Um, like they could have taken that on um, for you know this this Miami deal. Um, you know, they could have gotten in there and, and been like, not only will, you know, you know, you're working out this deal with, um, uh, you know, um, uh, 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 Portland, um, not only will we take Harkless, we'll also take Leonard, um, you know, and that's, you know, an extra, you know, $11 million off your books, uh, Miami, like we'll do that and get your future, uh, first round pick guaranteed first round pick it will convey it's not it's not a pick that will could potentially turn into two seconds um i that is my biggest problem with them and i have like a lot of the um cap space written out here so like if you had taken iguodala livingston leonard harkless that's 41 million dollars the guys you signed total up to 71 million dollars um I, you know that would leave you 30 million um, so you could have still signed Julius Randle, which I think is the best signing that you guys had. Um, and they, you know, I think you still have two or $3 million in cap space, something like that. So you could, 
could have still signed Alfred Payton or Wayne Ellington or, you know, maybe you offer Portis, Bullock, or Gibson a little bit less money, um, something like that. Um, but, like, so instead of getting all six of those guys, you get two of them. Um, you get Iguodala, Leonard, Harkless, um, and then, you know, you just fucking roll with that, and you got two um, future first-round picks. Um, that, like, in that sense, I would – I would honestly be looking at the situation like as a win for New York. Like, yeah, you didn't get Kyrie or KD, but you got two future first-round picks. You utilize your cap space very, very intelligently, um, and um, you know you still got a couple really good players uh, with your cap space um, on 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 very uh, team-friendly deals um, as far as the longevity is concerned. Um, I would have really liked to have seen that from your guys, man. I just would. I, I think that would have been the, the the best case scenario to sell to your fan base. Like, look, we still got we got assets out of this. Like we're building. We're we're committed to this young movement. Um, we'll reassess in 2021 when the a, a lot of other free agents hit the books. Um, but we're not like married to that. We we you know we're we're building. We're doing shit the right way. Um, but it, it it's it's not. It, they didn't really do that. Now maybe maybe they can flip any number of these players um, because of the fact that their deals are um, very favorable as far as um, you know team options and uh, you know the fact that there are still a lot of bad contracts out there. Maybe they can flip them later. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it's just better – like a bird in hand is better than two in the bush. And, you know, if you could just already have two first-round picks for taking on those contracts um, that other teams took on, it would just be so much more favorable. Um, what do you think about – I mean, do you at least agree with me in the sense that, like, that would have been better off that you guys would have been better off doing that um, than signing this, you know, these six guys for $71 million. Um, I mean, wouldn't that make more sense to you? Uh, I see, I see where you're coming from. I know they've said from the beginning uh, that they didn't want to do that this season. They didn't want to take any bad contracts for assets. Uh, I don't know why they they decided to go against that. But none of those are bad contracts. Iguodala, Sean Livingston, uh, Myers Leonard, Mo Harkless—they're all expiring, so they're not really bad. Right. And like, and honestly, right. the way that it worked out, like, and I'm I'm being judicious. The way that it, I'm I'm like outbidding the other team via the Knicks. The way it worked out was just Iguodala and Harkless, um, mm-hmm. plus two first-round picks. Like, dude, if you're telling me I can get Iguodala and Harkless. And two first-round picks instead of signing, I don't know, Bobby Portis, Reggie Bullock, and fucking Wayne Ellington, like, or or Tosh Gibson, throw him in there. Like, fuck yeah, like give me that. Yeah, I would have definitely liked Big Dollar just so I could say I got nobody. You know, uh, that would have been fun. Yeah, but um, um. I don't know why they did that. I agree. I think that was probably probably a little smarter. Uh, the next within the next five years, we do have seven first round picks. So I mean, I'm not 
totally upset by it. We have assets. We have all our picks. We could have gotten more picks. It would have been nice. But um, they didn't. I guess that what I'm assuming is that a lot of these guys, they kind of committed too early on. They said, look, if it doesn't work out with these guys, we're going with you guys. Because we heard these names early in the process. And then they slowly just dominoed, like dominoes. Like, we got like six dudes. Right. And, like, and, oh, okay. and that would be – yeah, I, I think you're right. I think it, because of how fast everything happened, I think you're right about that. Um, and they had already discussed things with agents and everything else. Um, and But that therein lies the problem, not having the foresight to be like, well, maybe there will be teams trying to shed salary. Um, there always like, is. <laughs> right, and that always happens. So, like, that's maybe where you – should be like thinking and, and and that's what i'm saying like before free agency even fucking began they should have reached out to all 29 other teams and been like hey if it doesn't work out for us um and you know we don't land the guys we want to land um we're open market for anybody who wants to drop a salary that is less um uh, either one year or two years um, like preferably one, but if it's two, we we will, you know, we'll, we'll contemplate it, um, and we'll mm-hmm. go from there. Um, and <clears throat> I don't know. I just I, that to me that's just such a fucking better option. Um, and it, it like it, coming at this from, and I I don't know. I hate to fucking do this to you right now, because <laughs> I know you're already like feeling like you you're down in the dumps, but like. Looking at it like objectively, like this is how I would criticize it if it was my team. It's just like, why wouldn't you rather go down that road and get more future assets, more, you know, um, you know, trading chips or whatever um, that you could like honestly like say like, look, we didn't get our guys, but we got, you know, we got some assets out of this cap space. Like, as of now, you just got a bunch of role players. You don't have any assets. Yeah. You didn't gain really anything out of this cap space. And it's just, it, you know, mm-hmm. other than I would say Julius Randle. Julius Randle, I think, is a very good player. And I think, um, and, and, and you know, maybe one or two of these other guys, but, like, mostly just Randle. I think he's the only one that has the, like, really supreme upside. You can maybe Randall's the make starter. For, Everybody else are right. like good role players, but they're role players right. on good deals that could, like you said earlier, they're tradable. Yeah, like what you said, but, we could do it again later on. Would, I understand. But you would unquestionably rather have a one-year role player in Iguodala or Harkless plus draft mm-hmm. consideration than any mm-hmm. number of these guys that aren't named Julius Randle. Yeah, yeah, I don't disagree with that. Yeah, I I agree with you 100. percent I just don't care as much. As much. <laughs> I think I think you're just like, um, you're like Nick. Why are you battering me with like? Why are you trying to depress me even more? All right. Um, I I it it's it's just I I I hope that they can flip some of these guys at some point throughout the season and get some possible. kind of assets back for them. It is possible. I think the best it's way to look possible. at it is there's a couple teams now because of the whole Kawhi bullshit 
that are going to lose out on some decent role players <laughs> that might need some later on, and we'll be there. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, um, that that's absolutely a possibility. I just, again, I would have just rather had the two draft picks and Iguodala huh. and Harkless. No, I get it. Um, that makes sense. But especially Iggy, I just um, really, really would have loved this, to have gotten Iggy. Yeah, he would have been great, especially, (laughs) I feel like he would have been great, Um, I feel like Iggy would have been, like, a really nice guy to, like, mentor Kevin Knox, like, and Mm -hmm. R.J. Barrett, just both those kids, like, he would have been like, yeah, Mm -hmm. like, look it, like, this is, this is how we do it, Um, I think that would have been really nice, and you could have, like, even had, like, a handshake agreement with Iguodala, like, look, we just want to bring you in, Mentor these guys. We'll, You're a champion. We'll like we'll you know? cut you, like we'll cut you um, at the um, end of the season. You're not going to have to play a lot of minutes. Um, like we'll we'll, we'll cut you um, at the trade deadline, and then you can just go join whoever you want to join. Um, and but right. like you'll get Half all your season. money. Like we're not even going to try to buy you like, out. I don't know. We'll you, you think you think Memphis is going to keep him? Like I don't know if he's going to he's going to stay in Memphis. Um, I don't know. I mean, I feel like they could maybe make that kind of same agreement with him, although he doesn't have yeah. the same kind of guys to mentor, like not positionally anyway. Yeah, um, yeah not exactly. So, yeah. But here's the thing. That's what I'm saying. With New York, you would have been like, we're not going to try to buy you out. We'll pay you your whole salary. We just want you to like be in our locker room and hang around for like the first half of the season, and then we'll just we'll just cut you. And you can go join whoever you want to join, and we'll like so you'll make all of your salary plus whatever salary you sign with whoever you sign with. Like if Memphis is going to cut him, they're going to be like, we want to buy you out. We want, you know, we want you to leave some money on the table. I think New York would have been in a very good position to be like, we're not asking you to do that, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't know, um, but like you like you said, I think. I think your biggest thing right now is this is all a moot point. Um, like it's, yeah, it's it, it is what it is. Uh, so mm-hmm. we can uh, we can move on. But it's in the summer. Um, That's it. Yep, exactly. Um, I'm I'm so curious as to how all these guys are going to get minutes on this roster. <laughs> we'll we'll see we'll see how it plays out. But I I just feel like there's sure. going to be at least two or three guys who are not getting minutes and are just going to be fucking pissed. Um, but hey, maybe yeah, maybe the see. Knicks are able to make a trade before the season starts um, to like mm-hmm. clear out you know some of these young guys and and maybe get in um, you know somebody who's who's um, uh, I don't know uh, just locked in um, for a long term deal and they get some draft picks back or something like that. Um, but we'll see. Right. Um, but hey, let's move on. We've already dedicated like thirty five minutes to the Knicks. Um, and uh, we need to we need to move on. All right, all right. So let's jump into uh, your uh, your favorite second team, the Utah Jazz. <laughs> and, um, their their moves. <laughs> yes, I know. Um, their moves this off season. So they got they got a uh, old Boyan Bogdanovich. Um, they've also yeah, uh, added moves. Jeff Green. Je- mm-hmm. I, I, indeed, uh, they added Jeff Green to their bench. Um, they actually mm-hmm. recently added Moutier to their bench. Um, they did. They and did. Uh, 
Ed Davis, that's the other big one they made, they, that they added, mm-hmm. um, which I think is a super, super sly great pickup for them. Like, just fucking great. Like, basically, you're getting everything that you got out of Derek Favors with Ed Davis, like, that you needed out of um, Derek yeah. Favors. You're going to get it out of Ed Davis for, like, mm-hmm. what, $12 million less? Like, fucking awesome. Um, but uh, nevertheless, so they, they make all these moves. Yes, they are. Um, well, minus. Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, I actually, yeah, I think I think Bojan's probably about the same size as Crowder, right? He's taller, six eight. Okay, so yeah, like yeah, he yeah. is even bigger. Um, maybe wingspan or or. or, or like muscle, he's definitely not, not, as, definitely athletic. not as athletic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but but nevertheless, um, like but then again, Crowder's not like super athletic either. So um, no, but he's not. I, Tough though. I mean, I think the fact that like Miritich decided to like pull like a crazy like I'm going back to Europe decision because that was their first yeah. guy. That's who they wanted. Um, I think Bogdanovich is, mm, is a very worthy replacement. Um, I, mm. I would probably rather have Miritich, um, but like just like because of his size, like he's he's a little bit bigger and he could play some five for you, and it gives you more versatility. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, like Bogdanovich can play pretty much two through four, can guard two through four, um, and like he's probably a better defender than Miritich. Not that Miritich, Miritich isn't a bad defender. I just think Bogdanovich is like a plus defender. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know. I, I really like I like what Utah did. I think um, they've positioned themselves to be in the mix. Um, a lot of this is going to depend on Kawhi's decision, but I think they put themselves mm-hmm. in the mix, and I, I think uh, it's, you know they, they look like a team to be reckoned with in the playoffs next year. Not 100%. I mean, they're definitely not underdogs anymore. They brought in Mike Conley. Uh, they brought in Mike Bogdanovich. which will probably go into the starting lineup. They'll probably move Ingles to the floor now that with favors gone. Uh, they have Ed Davis. They got Jeff Green. They got Moutier. So they added some steps to the bench. Uh, last year, they really kind of played small a lot. Uh, they, they pretty much swapped between uh, favors and and Gobert mainly at center. They didn't have a they didn't really play a backup center. A lot of their big minutes went to Cephalosia <laughs> and George George's game once in a blue moon. Uh, they do like Royce O'Neal, so he'll be coming back. Not a good uh, option. They let yeah Raul Neto they let go. He just recently signed with Philly. They still have Dante Exum who can't seem to stay healthy. Uh, so hopefully he can stay healthy a little bit this year. <laughs> Uh, to me, Moutier, uh, he was more of a combo guard. I think he played a lot. He showed me this year, at least, uh, while well, I got to watch him a lot last year. And um, I think he he could definitely play shooting guard, uh, more so than even even point guard. So uh, I think yeah, if, if, if he's definitely an off guard. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And I, I, I like Moody, what Moody did last year. I wouldn't depend on him too much, but I think he could definitely play uh, both both guard positions for them. So. Uh, I like what the Jazz did. They were, they're going to be a they're going to be a trouble for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right. Well, let's move on. Uh, Indiana um, is I feel like the natural team to move on to here. They lost Bogdanovich mm-hmm. to the Jazz, 
but they were able to pick up Malcolm Brogdon um, on a four-year, $85 million contract, which I I think a lot of people think is is a gross overpay. I was always kind of anticipating like a four-year, $80 million contract for for Brogdon. I even said that in in our group chat, and Luke kind of chastised me and was like, he's not making that much. And I was like, dude, I don't know about that. Like, I think he's a 50-40-90 guy. Um, and he can, and that's not like, fucking easy. <laughs> right, and he can play two positions. He's good defensively. Like, like I'm not saying he's, like, a superstar. Like, he's just a really, no. really, really good fucking basketball player. He's um, super efficient. That's what he is. Yes, exactly. And so I, I think that's a good pickup for uh, Indy. I didn't like that they had to give up a first and two seconds to, like, make that deal yeah, happen. And apparently, like, it's weird. Like, apparently I heard that um, the the um, either the GM or the owner or whatever of the team, like, called up Milwaukee and was like, hey, we're going to offer him this contract, but, like, you know, we'll just give you these picks if you just, like, call it a day and make it a deal. Um kind of weird i feel like they wouldn't have matched that like you didn't have to do that um or at least you didn't have to give up that much like maybe give up two seconds don't give up first um but nevertheless right. um, i definitely think he's a he's a good addition um playing alongside oladipo you got two super switchy um you know point guard or like combo guards basically um, yeah mm-hmm. which you know what uh, for everybody who gave me shit about, um, you know, them trading uh, um, them, uh, Indiana trading um, Miles, potentially trading Miles Turner um, for um, Drew Holiday and saying, well, don't Drew Holiday and, you know, uh, fucking Oladipo basically play the same position. Well, you know, they just find a guy who makes almost as much as Drew Holiday who plays basically the same position. They're all combo guards. It's fucking like get 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 out of your head about positions. Like it's positionless basketball. Like you just you like line up five guys who can play together and, and you run with um, it. the player. I wouldn't say that for everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree with you. It depends on the player, but like if you like but at the same time, is Drew Holiday not the exact same type of player as fucking Malcolm Brogdon? Yeah. He's in the ball for him. Um, <laughs> exactly. Uh, but uh, but nevertheless, um, I I like uh, I like the addition there. Um, uh, I I'm still curious as to how they're going to operate um, at the power forward position. I would assume. Right now, they're going to start some a bonus. Oh, mm-hmm. you do? Yep. Yeah. Lay it on me. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Um, basically, from what I've read, is that um, the plan, they really want to have plays the bonus and Miles Turner together. They want to have them together in the front court. Um, they'll probably, obviously, TJ Warren can play some 4 2, but at the end, of the, because they lost Boyan, they'll probably end up starting at 3. Um, right. Darren Collinson retired. Uh, I don't know when Oladipo should. I don't know if Oladipo will be ready for his start of the season. I'm not 100% clear on that yet. Um, but right. um, but they brought in Brogdon, who can play either position. Uh, he got in one rookie of the year as a point guard, and then you know played most of last year as a shooting guard. So he can do both. Doesn't matter. 
Um, right. And it'll probably end up starting next next to Oladipo as a whatever, whoever's handling the ball at the time. <laughs> um, they just signed recently. Um, oh, man, who did just sign as a backup point guard? They just recently signed one. I can't remember at the moment. But, yeah, I can't um, either. They have, but, they have Aaron yeah. Holl- I know they have Aaron Holiday as their rookie from last year who's coming back. I, he, he was pretty good for them. They like using him. T.J. So McConnell. That's who they over. signed. There you go. I like T.J. McConnell. I do. I like him a lot. Me too. But I think Aaron, I like Holl- him I think Aaron Holiday. Specifically for the Pacers. Yeah. He's got that. You're right. You know that's the third T.J. on that fucking team? There's three T.J.'s. I know. Nobody I heard about that. that. Three fucking yeah. T.J.'s. <laughs> no one's got How all do the T.J.'s. <laughs> And I, I want to say they had TJ Ford at one point too, but they uh, did. I may be wrong they about that. Ford as they they did, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, they did. Fucking TJ, wow, bad They um, love them, TJ. Um, they sure do. Uh, TJ Leaf is the other one, right? So TJ, who, who right. I guess yeah. can now get now that there's more minutes uh, open to him, he'll probably get some more burn at power forward. I'd like to uh, see him with, get um, some burn. Yeah. Yeah, he should. And now they're your favorite uh, big man from the, from the draft, but, but whatever they miss, Batatze, whatever the fuck. Go up Batatze. Yeah, Batatze yeah. gets the minutes as a center, so there's going to be some minutes there to take, you know. Um, it's just it's, trying to think of the backup shooting guard is there right now. I lost it. Boop, 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 boop. But, I'm starting to think. Oh, they, they still have McDermott. That's a small forward, though. Uh, yeah. I'm lost. I don't moment, bro. remember, man. Uh, I'm losing it. But uh, it'll come to me. But cause I know they lost. Um, uh, what's his name? They suspended him for like two years. Glenn Robinson. <laughs> no, he, no, he left. Uh, Glenn Robinson signed with. Uh, yeah. He signed they with Pistons last year. He just signed with. He just signed with the Warriors this year. So. Not that they're going to fucking use him. Detroit oh, yeah, that's right. He was on the Pistons. Shit, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. like two years behind on that. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But nevertheless, I, overall, I like what they're doing here. I, I Again, I think for they sure. probably gave up a little too much for Brogdon. Um, again, I think they paid market value for him. I just think like giving up those all those draft assets is, is maybe a little much. Um like hopefully, Brogdon's hopefully good, they're like. No, I do. I like Brogdon a lot, and I just think if you're already paying him eighty-five million dollars, then you know it's 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 you know maybe you don't want to give up future assets, you know. Um, but I also sure. think uh, it'll be interesting too because I do think that um, I, I you know, I'll I think they could potentially play a lot of three guard. Um, lineups, um, depending situationally, depending um, yeah, because both both Brogdon and Oladipo can play bigger than their actual size. Um, they they have mm-hmm. the, both of them have like really nice wingspans, especially Oladipo. Um, uh, yeah. And I I think that'll give um, uh, a, a holiday. Um, a, a really good opportunity to play some point guard next to those guys, and and see yep, how you sure. you know you fare with like three ball handlers and three like essentially like guards being able to play alongside say T.J. Warren stretching the floor, and then Miles Turner being able to stretch the floor. Um, 
I'll be really interested to see that lineup because I feel like it's going to happen throughout the course of the season. Like, they're oh, going to play with They signed play with Jeremy it. Lamb. That was That's the other right. One. <laughs> that is right. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> I'm um, like, I'm and Lamb, someone. <laughs> yes. And Lamb's there. another good guy who can play both the two and the three. Um, so, right. like, he can give them valuable minutes. So, they, they, they've got a lot of guys who can play, like, different positions. Um, and I think uh, whatever they start the season out with isn't going to be what they end the season with as far as their starting five and, and the rotations and everything. Um, and I think you'll probably see a trade at some point. Um, I, I just feel like you're not going to keep – especially if Padate comes in and, and, and plays well. Um, I just mm. feel like you know, you're, you're going to see them shop Turner um, and you're going to see them shop – um, uh, Sabonis and, 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 you know, see what they can get out of any, you know, either one of those guys and, and potentially make a move there. Um, but I, I think they're going to be good. It's, it's going to be a question is when, when exactly do they get Oladipo back and how, you know, um, how good can, uh, like how good can he be right when he comes back and, um, you know, how do they fare without him, uh, you know, until he does come back? I think that's going to be a big, big thing for them. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I'm, mostly speaking, I, I like what the Pacers did. Um, I particularly yeah, like the T.J. Warren. Yeah, yeah, I particularly like the T.J. Sure. Warren acquisition. I think it, it's really good. I, 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 I like T.J. Warren. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he's just, he shot 43% from three last year. It's just, like, really good. Shoot. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, I, I, you know, particularly for a team that always tries to operate underneath the cap, it's, it's a good move, uh, for them to be able to make all of these positions and, and, and keep in that salary range that they like to operate in. So, but, uh, but yeah, um, good news. Uh, all right, let's move on to Milwaukee. Um, so they obviously lost Malcolm Brogdon to the Pacers. Um, mm-hmm. But they were able to keep Brooke Lopez. Uh, they signed That's him nice. to a four-year mm-hmm. deal. Um, they were mm-hmm. also able to keep uh, Chris Middleton, uh, which is obviously is huge. Um, yeah. They were also able to bring in Robin Lopez on um, That's the right. room exception, um, which is it's kind of cool. Like I, I like the, the the Lopez brothers uh, playing together. Bro, yeah. yeah, and and. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Robin Lopez uh, comes out and starts shooting some threes. Like we haven't really seen him Uh-oh. do that, but um, what, like him working with his brother and all that, uh, that should be good. Um, and then also uh, they brought back George Hill. They were able to keep him. Uh, I, I right. really think that George Hill contract is a little egregious. I, I, I think it's like three years, Even... 20, 29 million, something like that. Right. It's up there. I can't remember exactly what it is, but like it's basically like it, 10, 10 million over Yeah, 10 million yeah. over 3 years, I think. Uh and a 10 million per over 3 years. And I I feel like if you were going to sign that, you should have just like let him walk and keep Brogdon. Um but nevertheless, um you know, it it is what it is. Uh but uh also um, 
they were able to a super super slice signing. They were able to bring in Wes Matthews, um, who you know I think will probably start for them at least at the beginning of the season. Yeah. Um, brings so in too. some 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 <clears throat> valuable three point shooting. Um, obviously not the complete player that Brogdon is, um, but I think what you're hoping is you start him at the beginning of the season and you see, uh, you know, either Sterling Brown or um, Dante DiVincenzo really start to develop throughout the season and you plug one of those guys in and see where you're at, um, you know, throughout the season. Um, I still think Mark. they're in a very advantageous place. Um, I do worry about how they might match up against the newly formed Sixers um, with them now having uh, both Horford mm-hmm. and Embiid, um, two big guys playing defense against a guy like Giannis. Um, I yeah. think that would be slightly troublesome for them. Um, but overall, I think they did a good job. I, I wish they had been able to bring back Brogdon, um, and I feel like letting Hill walk would have been worth it, and just in my opinion. Um, but I, I don't know. I think what it really boiled down to was they were like, fuck, man. Like, we could either keep Brogdon at $10 million more, or, you know, we already got so many, like, draft picks going out over the next few years. We could bring back Hill and get back a future first-rounder and two future seconds. And I think that really ended up being the what swayed them on that. And in that sense, maybe Indiana made the right play there as far as, like, just saying, we'll, we'll give you these assets for that, that player um, so you we know you're not going to match. Um, I, you know, I'm torn between what would what have, would have been the better sequence of events. Um, but overall, I think mostly they're rolling it back, and I think that uh, they're they're in a good position to succeed going forward. Your thoughts? Okay. Um, I, I, I like everything you said. I loved everything you did. Uh, I even agreed. With, like them getting West Matthews, I think solidified it for me. I'm like, that was a hole, and they filled it. I think he's a good three and D guy. Um, like any, he, he would probably he's that glue guy that you probably put in the starting lineup that he fits a, a need, you know. Uh, and I think they definitely had a need of the two, and he fits it perfectly for that team, you know. He, he's a guy that that plays like he's a strong defender, uh, not as young as he used to be, so he's a little slower than he used to be, but uh, but he's also a very good shooter. So it's one of those things where he fits the Bucks um, style. Uh, so for me, they secured the starting lineup. Uh, the bench. The only question I have on the bench is really the wings. Like if they could step up, the bench wings like Sterling Brown, like Connaughton, Divincenzo, then you got something. Uh, then you might have more than I thought. You know, because I think that's probably going to be where, um, if they could get more from that bench wing, uh, then they might take even more a bigger step uh, going forward. But it's pretty much the same right. thing as last year. Uh, I would say they're they're deeper now, but I need to see more from that the wings on on the bench. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the biggest thing going forward is can any mm-hmm. of those guys step up and fill those broad yeah. minutes? Um, and I, I do think you saw some flashes of Sterling Brown doing that in the playoffs last you season. Did. 
Um, he yeah, had that one yeah. like really big game. Um, now, mm-hmm. can he do that over the course of a season? Um, we'll see. Um, but yeah, I you know, and I I, I do think Defensenzo has a lot of potential, especially playing next to a guy like Eric Bledsoe, who affords you so much um, uh, capital as far as defensively uh, to to where you know you you can uh, essentially get by with a lot more. Um, I think that could be. I mean, he could be an interesting player for them. He really could. Um, is, he, he's had a season is, to ingratiate himself. What's up? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I said my only thing with Divertendo is he has to be, he has to beat Connaughton out of the rotation. If he can't beat Connaughton out of the rotation, he's not going to make it by the way. <laughs> I don't know if Connaughton's going to be on that team next year. He's not signed on, is he? Well, that's not my tip. Uh, unless he's a free agent. I yeah, I don't – I. It, yeah, yeah, I haven't either. I, I think he's a free agent. So, I, I mean, I think he could be on a different team. Um, and you know what? I'm surprised. I'm honestly surprised he hasn't gotten like a mid-level, um, like a he, mini he mid-level. Played, he played, um, right, he played pretty well for the last year. Right. <laughs> like, I I think he deserves, at this point, I think he probably deserves more than the, you know, the vet men, um, just personally. But, um I don't know. We'll see. Huh. Um, he has a year, uh, but uh, apparently he still has one more year left on his contract. Nineteen twenty. Is it one point seven? Oh, okay. Yeah. Ah. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Then he's got to beat him out for sure. I mean, that's that's gonna be square one. Uh, you know, if you can't beat Conathan out, but hey, that's only that. You know, maybe you just start Conathan at the two next year. Then um, that I mean, that's an option. Sure. So, uh, it is not. Yeah, yeah, so you, you, you got options then. Um, all right, uh, let's uh, move on. Um, shit, who are we talking about next? Where's the list at? I'm asking you. Oh, Kings. Isn't the Kings next? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pa- I'm already past the ball. So we're good. Uh, yeah, yeah King. King. Um, you, all right. you, you want me to King. start or are you going to start? Yeah, I'll start. Uh, Kings, all right. I, I like most of what they did. Um, I like the Dwayne Deadman signing. I think that was uh, really good to get a stretch four next to Bagley. Um, so you can still allow mm-hmm. him to play the five. You can experiment with, with – uh, excuse me, play the four, you can experiment with him in, in some kind of small ball five lineups. Um, but you, you got yourself a legit five to stretch the floor um, and play next to him. That is really solid. Um, you know, I also really like the, the Corey Joseph signing. I think you get a legit backup point guard um, and somebody who proved that he could play on the floor next to another point guard. He, you know, he can play off ball, um, so <clears throat> that is also a huge plus with just lineup versatility. Um, like I really like that signing. Um, the Harrison Barnes signing, I don't like that as much. <laughs> I just think it's a, I think it's a big overpay. I think in today's NBA, he's really more of a four than a three. Um, yeah. I just, I, I just. I 
heard me say this so many times. Mm-hmm. I really wish they had been able to get Otto Porter Jr. last year. Because <laughs> um, I just think if you swapped uh, Otto Porter Jr. out with Harrison Barnes, I would be so much higher on this team. Like, uh, Porter's a better defender. He's a better shooter. He's not a creator. Harrison Barnes can Harrison Barnes is – yeah, well, Harrison Barnes is like a creator. He can create his own shot, and that's nice. But, like, you have other guys who can do that. you got Buddy (laughs) Heald. You have De'Aaron Fox. Like, you don't need that from him. So it's like it 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 it, it reduces his value for your team. Um, I just wish they could have gotten him. Um, but like as far as you know, his contract four years, eighty five million. You know, it's a bit of an overpay. But um, I, I honestly, I'd rather just have him on the twenty five million dollar um, player option that he could have taken. Um, but nevertheless. Um, Still think he'll be valuable to the team, um, they, and those are the big signings. I I know they had some other fringe signings, um, but overall, I think it's pretty good. I don't know why they gave Rashawn Holmes five million dollars a year for two years. Um, not that Rashawn yeah, Holmes is worth that. I just no. I just don't feel like he needed it. Um, no, so that not. that was kind of weird. That was kind of weird to me. Um, but I, I do like the way their roster is constructed overall. Um, I do think that they will be a legit contender to make the playoffs next season. Um, I still don't have them as a lock. There's just so many teams in the West that are, like, really good. Though I will say this, I do think they'll have a better record than the Warriors next season. <laughs> Ooh, shot iron. Yep. Your thoughts? Kings. Uh, they perplexed me. They surprised me last year. Uh, this offseason, I guess they've made improvements. I, I mean, I'm not told yet yet, but I wasn't told last year, and it completely shocked me. So, I mean, I could be completely wrong. Uh, Trevor Reza signing was never a bad signing. I was just surprised by it. Um, I'm not really sure. Is he starting next to Harrison Barnes? Is that what we're doing? I'm not really I mean, I guess either one can switch off between three and four, both of them. So I'm not really 100% what what's going on there. Uh, I guess I'm assuming they'll they'll be starting Barnes and Elisa together. But Elisa, who had a very good year last year, uh, does he come off the bench? Uh, I'm not sure what they're doing with what Elisa this year. Uh, they let uh, what do you call it, Stein Walk, who ended up signing with the Golden State Warriors. Um, I guess that leaves uh, they have Dwayne, uh, Dwayne Dedman, who I think might end up starting. Um, you have he the from Matthew Marvin Bagley. He should. Uh, they have the rookies from Matthew Marvin Bagley, who had a really good year off the bench for them. Probably do it again this year. Um, could easily be a starter. No, nah, he'll be a starter this now. year. You think he'll start this year? Okay. Um, then who's going yeah. on the bench? Trevor Reza? Uh Bielisa. Uh, yeah, obviously, but you think Trevor? They signed Trevor Ariza, so you think he's gonna go on the bench? Yeah, Ariza be on the bench. Yeah, I think their starting lineup will be Fox, Heels, Barnes, uh, Bagley, and Deadman. Okay, 
I wouldn't be opposed to that. All right. He saw Ariza goes on the bench. Uh, you have Harry Giles, and they also signed Rashawn Holmes, as you just said. Um, they have uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich, the other Bogdanovich. Yeah, uh, the other Bogdanovich. Two other, the other Bogdanovich. They have they signed Corey Joseph, uh, and they they also have two other young like, point guards that are just sitting there. Yeah, Yogi Ferrell. And, I, and I feel like you got to cut one of those guys. You do. You got to either, either that or trade one of them. You know, so for for more yeah. capital. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm maybe maybe so you trade one of those guys to the Lakers for like a second round pick or something. I don't know. Right. Damn man, who is there? Someone on the bench I'm missing. I'm missing somebody, right? Um, I maybe shit. probably. I don't know. I miss somebody. Anyway, you know, the Kings look good. I mean, like we break it down. They have depth. They have veteran leadership. They're a mix of good young players and good and decent uh, veteran uh, role players. So I think they will probably take a step forward. So I've actually talked myself into liking what the Kings have done. Good shit. Maybe because I put Maurice on the bench, and I'm like, oh, that strengthens the bench. And I like remember Maggie starting. All right, now you've, you've convinced me. <laughs> so there we go. I think that will <laughs> probably end up being the starting five, and, and, and the bench looks pretty good now uh, with those veteran additions. And 100%, you know what? I like the Kings going forward. Good shit. I like it. Good job, guys. I mean, I like yeah. the last. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I – I just really like the Deadman signing. Like, I think that is the perfect <laughs> player to – I really do. I think it's the perfect player to pair next to um, – the perfect player to pair next to um, – say that like five times fast um, – uh, next to uh, Bagley because um, Bagley, Bagley yeah. doesn't have the, the shooting range. Um, but, like, when you put in a guy like Deadman who's, like, just – he's – He's good at shooting those like corner threes. He's like, I would imagine yep. he's like forty percent from those like catch and shoot corner threes, um, mm-hmm. and uh, like that that is just like something that is like invaluable when you have a power forward who it, it just isn't like quite there yet as far as shooting, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, and like and and it isn't quite the guy that you want to like protect the paint. I mean, and and I I look at it like this. I look at Bagley a lot, like I look at John Collins. Um, Bagley's just like a more athletic version of John Collins, um, and like you know, Collins thrived next to Deadman last year. Like he really mm-hmm. played well next to Deadman because he could hit those you know those those pick and roll spots with Trey Young. Um, and and, yeah. and roll to the basket and catch lobs and all that because Deadman gave him the space to do so, and now you're going to get you know that same kind of effect with De'Aaron Fox and and Bagley, just like two more athletic versions of those players. Um, so I I do I really like what they did. It's, it's just the West is so stacked. I can't. It, it's going to be tough for me to like really put them in the playoffs. You know, picture. Um, because I have a of that. power rank yet. I want to wait. I haven't either. I I I I have like a loose interpretation of my top yeah. uh, fifteen in each conference. I send it to you. Um, mm-hmm. It's not really a power ranking. It's more just like how I, how I think it'll shake out. Um, and as Good. of now, I, you know, I, it, it's it. A lot of it still depends on Kawhi. 
Like when, when Kawhi signs, I'll have oh, a yeah, better 100%. idea of what, what I got going on. Yeah. But um, 100%. but yeah, I mean, I I do like the position that the Kings have put themselves in. Um, but all right, let's move on. The Pelicans, uh, Pelicans, they uh, like came out the gate and signed JJ Redick. Um, I think that was mm-hmm. a good signing. They also surprised were me. able to, yeah, oh. definitely surprised me. It scared me <laughs> more than anything. It just scared me. <laughs> um, oh, but uh, but yeah, I was I was I was frightened. Um, but uh, but they were able to sign him, uh, which you know affords them some shooting that they desperately needed, um, and they were a- also able to acquire um, Derek Favors uh, for yeah. you know well, very, I, very little assets. Um, I, I do too. I think he'll probably be their starting center, honestly. Yeah, um, probably. And, yeah. yeah, and. Uh, you know, I like I like the moves they made. Um, I, I I so it's kind of a situation similar to the Knicks. Is in I feel like you have more good players than you have the time to play. Um, and I don't know who gets the playing time. Um, mm-hmm. and I don't know how the rotations work. I think it's going to take some very good coaching. Luckily, both the Knicks with David Fisdale and um, the uh, Pelicans with Alvin Gentry have like really good mm-hmm. coaches who, you know, can identify rotations and things like that and, and, and how mm-hmm. to play these guys. Um, but like, I am curious as that, like with all of the guys that you got in the, in the trade and, and, and that you drafted, um, I'm, I am curious as to how they all fit together Um but as far as like a, a congregation of talent, yeah. um, I do think that you know they were able to achieve that. Um, I almost wonder if Reddick is like um, signed as like a trading chip, though. Like, what team needs shooting at the deadline? Um, you know, and and you know, can I get something valuable back for this guy? Um, I feel like that is is probably the case. Um, but overall, I think it, I think they did fine. Um, I, I think most people are higher on everything that David Griffin has done, um, since taking over than me. Um, I'm, I'm not, I like, I, I, I think the Anthony Davis trade was really solid. I think he got like a huge haul back. I think it was great. Um, I wasn't super high on their draft picks. Um, and I'm not like super high on their free agency picks, but I think everything that he's done has been good, um, if not great, in some aspects. So in that sense, I, you know, I, I, I like what they've done. Um, I'm just curious as to when does all of these things mold into an actual lineup um, that like I can like qualify. Um, Mm-hmm. I, we'll see, um, but you know, for the time being, I mean, he's definitely got himself a shit ton of assets to work with, um, to work towards that goal. Um, so, in that aspect, I think it's a win. Yeah, uh, I I, uh, I like a lot of what Nolan did. Personally, um, they they obviously got lucky. They got the lottery. The number one pick of the lottery started there with. Uh, Picking up Zion, 
Uh, and then it's just now complimenting him. And then they went and did something I didn't expect, and they, it looks like they want to try to compete for a playoff spot. It doesn't look like they want to tank again. So um, they went out there. Uh, and now they have uh, – obviously, they already had Drew Holiday. So you have a, uh, basically a, a, a nearly outside caliber point guard, one of the top shooting guards in the league in, in Drew Holiday. Right. The compliment that Zion. They they got, obviously, the trade for AD. They ended up picking up um, – Ingram and Lonzo Ball, who will probably both start at one at the uh, Lonzo at the one, Drew at the two, Ingram at the three, Zion at the four. Like you said earlier, I think Ross Favors will end up starting at five. And then it's just a matter of how the bench is going to play out. JJ probably the sixth man. Um, and uh, now it's just a matter of who else is on that bench uh, for, the, for the Pelicans. Um, Jackson Hayes, the rookie they picked up, uh, I think he'll probably end up playing some backup center minutes. Uh, who else is on that? I know they just recently signed that. Uh, we signed Darius Miller. I don't know if he's actually going to get minutes, though. So we'll see. I guess. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, 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 oh, they signed uh, a, a European dude. Uh, I don't know much about him. I know he's Italian, and he was uh, one of the better scorers in the league, in Euro league last yeah, year. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I don't know how he's going to do, but, you know, European guys, they're, they're boom and bust most of the time, and hopefully for them. This kid can come out here and, and do something off the bench for the Pelicans, uh, starting a power forward. Uh, or not starting, but backing up Zion at power forward. Uh, and they still, like you said, you didn't love the, the draft. Uh, I do like the Zion pick. I like the Hayes pick. I don't know about the Na pick, but we'll see. I think he's more of a combo guard. I don't know if he's going to get a chance to, to get big minutes this year. Um, he's going to have to do that. I mean, right now they have a back point guard, is what, Frank Mason? Yeah, I'm not sure who the backup point guard is right now. I think, I think it's Frank Mason. Frank Mason. <laughs> My guess would be Etwan Moore is there. I think so. Um, I don't quote me on that, but <laughs> I think they cut him. But um, I could be wrong. Um, but uh, but yeah, I, I think Etwan Moore is your backup point guard. I mean, he just it, just because of his innate ability to like handle the ball oh, Frank, and like make I'm great sorry. decisions. His name is- his name is Frank Jackson. I get, I always confuse yeah. Frank Mason with Frank Jackson. I apologize. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's Frank Jackson. Yeah. I didn't even <laughs> hear you. I just heard Frank and assume you said Jackson. Yeah, it's Frank Jackson uh, from North Carolina. Um, yeah, so he's the only technically the only point they have on their roster aside from uh, Rondo. So, I mean, we'll see. I mean, they may, who knows? They may end up back on the Rondo? Random ass. I said Rondo. Oh, Lonzo. Okay, okay. Lonzo is still out there. He's wondering if it was a fucking time machine, damn it. Lonzo's back, baby. No. But Pelicans can make a make a make some noise if uh, if they 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 play their cards right. Yeah, and I I just I feel like too, um, the Reddick signing also affords them the. Um, absolute possibility of, of trading Drew Holiday for, like, future assets without missing a beat because then they can just plug J.J. Redick into the starting lineup, and they're still going to be competitive. Um, so, like, I feel like that is, is another kind of way that this could work out. Like, I think that is – if I'm reading the tea leaves, I think that is mostly what – the Pels are, are thinking right now um, 
you know, essentially like let's let's put ourselves in position to go any which direction that, you know, benefits us. Um, and, you know, I, I, I think they have put themselves in that position. Um, and for that, I, uh, I applaud them. Um, all right, let's move on. Rockets, um, very little going on here. They're basically just bringing everybody back. Um, at this point, uh, they obviously have had the, the, the kind of turmoil. Um, but, you know, um, bringing back Rivers, that's, that's pretty big for them. Uh, they brought back House. They brought back Green. Um, you know, uh, I, I mean, I, I, I kind of always have been a guys. proponent of <laughs> – Yeah, I, I've always been a proponent of they should probably just run it back uh, now that the Warriors are out of the way. Um, and that looks like what they're probably angling to do now. Good for them. Your thoughts? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, same shit. I mean, they're pretty much going to look the same. They haven't added anybody. I know Nene, I think, is a free agent now. They, they, he's the, I think he was supposed to be restricted, but that's not happened there. Uh, I think we have announced it or some shit. So, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think they re-signed, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Manimal. Uh, well, it's, I can't remember his name at the moment. But, um, oh, Fareed. Kenneth Fareed. Fareed, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know if they still re-signed him yet, but I think it's just inevitable that they do. No, they haven't. Because uh, they could they, he uh, he he definitely helped a lot towards the uh, like the middle of that sure. season when they, they picked him up off of fucking waivers. That was really disgusting. Yeah, that's so much in the playoffs. But... Like that was a underappreciated dude. I, I like Kevin Freed, so I think he's a dude that helped out a lot. Yeah, not in the playoffs. He can't shoot. And, you know, Dan Tony likes to only play seven fucking guys, so. Not completely his fault. That's just the main thing. Right. Uh, um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I would love to see them pick up at least somebody new just to, just for some diversity's sake. Because Iman Shumpert's out there, you know, the, you know, as a free agent, maybe they bring him back too. Or uh, There's got to be somebody out there that can help this team out. I know they were trying to make trades. I know there, there's some guys, people interested Mello. in Mello. <laughs> Mello. I can't do that shit again. <laughs> Learn from the first time. Let's not do that again. Uh, <laughs> so, I have no idea, but you know what? Rockets, good luck. The, the, it's 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 open for you guys to, to make another run for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right, the Spurs. Um, I I, I kind of like their moves, man. They got they brought in Demari yeah. Carroll. They they brought in mm-hmm. uh, they kept uh, Rudy Gay. Um, so they're just kind of yeah. adding to their depth there on the wing, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of where they've been weakest. Um, you know, I, I like sure. it. They're nothing splashy, um, as you would have would expect mm-hmm. from the Spurs. Um, but, mm-hmm. you know, obviously they're also bringing in uh, Keldon Johnson um, and um, Luka Samanich, uh with their draft Samanich. picks. I like um, I, mm-hmm. Yeah, I know you do. Um, but, yeah, I, I think uh, I think they, you know, kind of play this free agency right. They just make some kind of small moves. Um, that they're just they're not in the position to make big moves, nor the the market to like make any kind of really big moves. Um, I, 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 but I like what they did. I think they're going to be a playoff team again next year. I'll be surprised if they don't make it. Hundred percent, bro. I, I I think that the Mike Carroll move is like underrated as fuck because like that team. Uh, yeah, two years, thirteen million. Murray back too. Yeah, I mean, Demar Carroll bringing back Dejounte Murray. Uh, now your defense is not better, in my opinion. So, 
Uh, I think they could use another big. Uh, I like what um, what's his name? <laughs> Samaltic, that guy. Uh, he's a rookie though. I mean, you probably need one more veteran big guy in there. Um, Bertans is not gonna do what it. What did you call him? Samaltic. <laughs> Samaltic. No, maybe that's the, the guy for the Warriors. I saw that what's his name, man. But <laughs> Samaltic. Yeah, you were, you were going for the guy. Though. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the dude on the Warriors. <laughs> Alright, I knew that name was something. It was real. I didn't make that up. <laughs> uh, Alright, Samanich. I like Samanich. He's got to grow into that spot. I think they need a veteran big guy to, to round up their, their team. But that's basically the same team as last year. Plenty of them around. Good. Uh, yeah, yeah, there is, and they should probably go get one because they just haven't done it. Um, you need to, yeah, you need to get should. minutes for a guy like yeah, I like uh, Jurev. Uh, yeah, what's his name? Jonas Jurevko. Well, the set, not Jurevko, fuck Jurevko. I'm talking about uh, the, the center. Uh, Yagapoto. Uh, they need someone to, to, oh, to yeah, yeah. tell him for a minute. Yeah, so I, I, I like the, the Spurs. They're going to be, I think they'll probably be a little bit better this year because of the, the two additions of uh, the returning um, Murray and, of course, the, and now getting to Mark Howell, so. Maybe I don't know. I they definitely do a, a veteran backup center though. That's why I got upset when they yeah. Deadman. Like Deadman did shit in San Antonio. It looked like a fucking a good player in Atlanta. Well, I'm like, where the fuck was that know, guy in San Antonio? <laughs> you know what's funny is everyone always praises the Spurs for like, a like, you know, um, you know they 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 pick up guys and then uh, you know they don't overpay them. They let them walk. And then um, they they find the next version of that guy, and everyone likes to be mm-hmm. like, look at Jonathan Simmons, um, you know, because Jonathan Simmons <laughs> went to the Magic and he didn't play well, and he got traded to the Sixers, mm-hmm. and you know now he got traded to the Wizards, he's probably gonna be cut and everything mm-hmm. else. And it, but like, I'm looking at the situation like, I mean, yeah, they do that sometimes, but you know, other times they let Dwayne Dedman walk and then sign Pal Gasol. To like a sixteen million dollar mm-hmm. a year contract, and the Hawks get Deadman for like what five, six, seven million dollars a year, whatever it was. I can't remember. Um, and and mm-hmm. like Deadman was just like the past two years, Deadman was way better than Pal Gasol, like way fucking yeah. better. Um, yeah. so like he's a starter. You, know, you can't get <laughs> right. Um, and he like uh consistently hit threes and played better defense than mm-hmm. Pal Gasol. So like. Uh, you know, like okay. I mean, you can you can give the Spurs some credit there, um, but you can't give them like the, you know, absolute credit as far as that is concerned because they do miss sometimes. Um, and Deadman was mm-hmm. one of the guys that they missed on that they should not have let walk. Um, but nevertheless, um, they they do hit it more times than not. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Um, the Spurs they look like they're in position to absolutely make a. Uh, a, a a very good playoff uh uh you know regular season run into the playoffs yet again um and you know maybe you know the way that this season has broken out and opened up uh maybe they'll actually make it into the second round this year we'll see um all right magic yeah. um orlando magic orlando. man they just like spent all their money and they're not like you spend all your money, 
and you were a seventh seed last year. You're not going to be any better than a seventh, six or seven seed this year. Um, what are you doing, man? Like, I guess maybe you're retaining assets, but like, I don't think Vucevic at $25 million a year is a great asset. I mean, okay. Um, not great. Um, and I definitely don't think Terrence Ross at four years, what is it, like $46 million, something like that? It's something crazy. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And I don't think that is a good asset at all. Um, like, I would have definitely <clears throat> let fucking Terrence Ross walk <laughs> if that's what I had to pay him. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, that, along with their draft and just everything else, I. I, I'm just not I'm not big on what the Magic are doing right now. I don't really get it. Um, I, I feel like you should you should be prioritizing Bamba and um, uh, um, shit. What's his name? The the fucking jo- Jonathan Isaac. I think those should be your mm-hmm. guys. I think Fultz. you know Fultz. Sure, if he if he can play, I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. Still. It reports that they don't they don't even know when he's gonna be back, um, so that's that's troublesome. Yeah, I saw that. Um, so yeah. Williams back, like just in case this fucker wants mm-hmm. to sit out this year. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, but nevertheless, I I don't know what's going on with them. I I I would not be surprised if they were a seventh or eighth seed. I honestly wouldn't be surprised if they were like. Ended up like finishing like thirteenth or fourteenth, um, and that's just not where you want to be. <laughs> you want to be like solidified in one direction or the other. You want to be like I wouldn't be surprised if there were a third or seventh seed, and you know I, if you're gonna be in the bottom, be in the bottom. Um, so yeah, I I can't give this like a rousing endorsement, um, but you know hopefully. They can tie it together, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure what to think about the Magic myself. Uh, they managed to surprise me and make the playoffs last year. Uh, I liked what I saw out of Lucevic. Um, yeah, Lucevic. Um, yeah. He had an all-star, all-star year. He has played great. He's been a pretty good player for a long time. He earned that all-star mm-hmm. spot this year. He got them to the playoffs. All the power to him, and basically, you know, they picked up Mo and Bamba. They I the figured they they sure did, but that's because I'm not sure they know what the fuck they are. And um, the problem with Orlando is they didn't really do anything this offseason to make uh, to make that clear what the fuck they are. They ended up adding more big, right. but no complimentary. They don't big, have a small they have, forward. They not they, a real like, one, not a you, good one. No, no. Yeah, they they no, have they like really don't. they've been they playing four power forwards who they rotate at into small forward and like I know it's positionless basketball and everything else but like like, yeah, like <laughs> I would rather I I would rather rotate I would rather rotate like a a shooting guard into small forward than a power forward into small forward or a small forward right. into power yeah. forward than a power forward into small forward like I don't, don't I don't want like oversized somewhat slow footed guys trying to fucking play. Sh- Small forward, like it's not guarding right. the wing. No, it's not good. 
but that's what they've been doing. Jonathan Isaac is the starter that's small forward last year, probably going to do it again yep. this year. Aaron Gordon is a probably. good player, but I don't know how good he actually is. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. not sure he complements that team enough. Nope. Uh, he, they're gonna they're gonna have to make an actual move. DJ Augustine was your starting point guard all year, and I'm not gonna shit on DJ. DJ's always been a solid point guard since day one. Not shitting on DJ. I'm just saying if he's your starting point guard, you're probably not that good. But they managed to be decent. Right. So uh, look, all the power to DJ. All power to coach uh, for for making them as you know getting them to where they need to go. Um, they had to bring in Michael Carter Williams to help them out. I mean, that's just how bad that point of the situation was uh, off the bench. Yep. And uh, he came back, he came in, they re-signed him, that's how well he played. So I'm happy for Mike Carter Williams, he found some life in Orlando. Good shit. Evan Fournay has always been a solid scorer. He's going bald. He should just go bald. <laughs> I mean, completely bald. Don't leave any hair in that top. And drop the dead. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, that, that was my issue with fucking uh, Ginobili for the longest time. And, and uh, I think I'll just get some guys. Just cut the fucking hair. It's, it's annoying the shit out of me. Um, just do it. Commit. Um, just do it. Just just do it. I know it's going to hurt, Just but cut it off. Just cut it off. Um, <laughs> the bench, I'm not sure. Now they they drafted Okiki. Uh, Terrence Ross, a uh, solid six-man last year, um, but I don't know. They probably overpaid to keep the dude. But Terrence Ross has always been a decent wing Yeah, just look uh, at what Luke Williams is making compared to him. <laughs> Fuck, man. Yeah, exactly. That's 100% right. Uh, and he's nowhere near as blue. And I like Terrence Ross, right. but I'm just saying. Uh, and then you have uh, a Wundu. A Wundu is what? Your eighth guy, ninth guy? That's not good. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure who the fuck that. I'm a Bamba. Melvin Frazier. I don't know what, what the no, fuck who? he's going to be doing. Right, exactly. <laughs> you, uh, say, you say uh, Melvin who? <laughs> well, yeah, Melvin Frazier. Uh, yeah, I don't even know who that is. Uh, Jarrell Martin. Uh, I'm not he's sure. He's that kid from Wayne. <laughs> They drafted him. None last of these guys play. None of these guys right. play. They played really like and that's legit. The problem. They played like nine, nine guys, and none of them were really small. Like you said, none of them were really small forwards. It's fact, like Terrence right. Ross and, and Fournier played. Their and, and that's the you thing. Wundu and Melvin Frazier, and and Wundu and Melvin Frazier are like legit small forwards. They're both like six seven. Right. Um. Yeah. Like with you know legitimate but, but, wingspans, fucking can shoot mm-hmm. like. But they don't play them. Like, they they play the Wundu the most of those two guys. The Wundu got some minutes right. off the bench, but not a lot, never a lot. And there's no room because all the mm-hmm. power forwards get all the minutes. So I get it. Yeah, right. I, I don't know. I need to see something new if the Orlando is going to make more noise this year, or else they're just going to be stuck fighting for the eighth seed. And that's what they want. Yeah, they're going to be stuck. All the power to you. You got Markel yeah. Fultz. I know they're holding out like, for something out of Markel Fultz. And, Bomba, yeah. Maybe they'll get something. Who knows? Yeah, but the, like to me, the biggest problem is this: is like you're stuck, and not only are you stuck, but you are stuck financially. Like they are yeah. knocking on the yeah. door of the luxury tax right now, um, and um, they haven't even brought we'll back um, uh, Kim Birch, who was like really good for them last year. Um, so yeah. they're probably going to lose him. Um, like yeah. now, maybe Mobamba, yeah. um, you know, make oh, the and they necessary steps. Oh, another power yeah. forward. Yes, <laughs> thank you. Another power forward. Like, why the fuck would you do that? Why wouldn't you just resign Kim <laughs> Birch with that money? Like, I don't understand it. I don't get it. Um, 
Because you just don't need a power forward. You just don't need it. Like yeah. I would understand it if it was a point guard. Um, like if you'd given that money to Ish Smith, I would have been like, yeah, it makes sense. Um, like, fuck, Alfred Camino. Sure. Like his last. You don't need that position. That's all it is. You don't. Such a random. You really don't need signing. It was such a random yeah. signing. I'm like, really? To Orlando? Really was. Oh, yeah. I hurt my soul. I'm like, you guys are assholes. It, it really hurts does. me sometimes. Yeah. It was, it was bad. <laughs> um, yeah, whatever. All right, moving on. Chicago. Um, I actually kind of like what Chicago did, um, honestly. Me too, um, actually. Do you? Okay, good. Yes, um, I, I like Thad Young signing. I think I, I haven't heard yep. verification. Maybe you have. Um, I feel like uh, th- that third year is yeah. somewhat non-guaranteed. Is it? Okay. Uh, I believe it is, but I, I gotta check. I think that, so. I didn't really. It I, wasn't something that that made a lot of noise. I had to go look for. Right, <laughs> but yeah, but I I I feel like it was only partially guaranteed, which is which is which would be ideal for them. Um, but, like, as far as a player, um, defensive-minded, he's not a great shooter. He's not even a good shooter, um, but, like, very defensive-minded. Um, he plays really well underneath the rim. Um, he gets a lot of rebounds, gets a lot of steals. Um, he's just a nice guy to, like, have as a plug-and-play guy in your lineup. Um, so I like that. I think he can play um, – also, I think he can play, like – uh, next, like, if you want to play Markkinen at the five stump, I think he's like a perfect fit at the four to like counteract that defense. Yeah. Um, ball ball. So, mm-hmm. yeah, and I I just like it. I like I like that move. I think it's I think it's solid. Um, it, it may be a slight overpay, um, but like with the cap space that the Bulls have, like I'm not terribly worried about that. Um. But nevertheless, I think he's a good fit. I really do. I think he's a good fit with this team. Um, and then, you know, what the fuck, who was the other guy they got? I'm blanking now. Who they got? They got they traded for Sanaransky. Um, yeah, that's right. That's the other one. That's the other big one. Um, mm-hmm. I think bringing in Sanaransky is huge because um, I think he's your starting point guard. Um, I think he is. I, I think he is. Yeah. Uh, and and not only that, he's like six foot seven. Um, you know, he's like defensively, he's going to be very interesting for them, especially sitting next to Zach Levine. Like to me, this is the kind of point guard that you always wanted to get next to Zach Levine, a six foot seven mm-hmm. guy who can switch defensively, um, and so he can guard whoever is, you know, uh, maybe. You know the 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 more precarious guarding situation on the opposing team. He's the guy who can do that. Um, he just fits so well next to him. You can bring in Kobe White and 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 just like ingratiate him into the lineup. And then as Kobe White like gets the confidence, you can just swap those. I don't think Sadoransky is the kind of guy who's going to like have an ego about it. Um, so no. I just really like those signings. I think they did really well um, in in two positions that I really thought that they needed to address, um, uh, and I like it. I really do. Uh, I, I 
uh, honestly, I, I was a big proponent of them trading for Ball, but I think with the assets they would have had to give, give up for Lonzo Ball and the fact that they didn't really have to give up much, they did they did send some assets to Washington um, in, in mm-hmm. the Sadoransky deal, but, like, none of them were, like, like hugely no. significant. No, two seconds. Um, I'm sorry, yeah, something like that. Um, right. So, like, the fact they were able to do that and get Sadoransky on a, like, uh, what, three-year, $30 million contract, like, great. Like, I think that's fucking awesome. And I think he's still got room to improve. Um, I like it. I really do. I think the Bulls made – honestly, I think the Bulls, like, did pretty fucking well the whole off season, which is surprising to say. It's probably the first time I've said that in like five or six years, <laughs> if not more. Um, like in the draft, they cool. got Kobe White and Daniel Gafford. Um, I like both those moves. Um, as far as free agency, they did pretty well. So, um, yeah, I, I like it. Your thoughts? No, I agree with you there. It's like, uh, I like the San Francisco pickup. Uh, I like the Patty Young uh, pickup. Pick uh, I think they comp- he compliment those two guys complement the roster but way better than I was expecting because I think they already had a decent mm-hmm. lineup to begin with. You know, because you have Levine, you got Porter Jr., you got Markkinen, Wendell Carter Jr. from last year. So now you know your point. You just picked up a, a Kobe White. Uh, you just drafted him. I was really excited to see him play. And you still will. It's just I don't know if he's going to start right away now that you got Sandoransky starting probably next, probably better off starting next to, to Levine anyway. Now your bench right. got you have Kobe White, Chris Dunn, uh, Hutchinson. Uh, they picked up. They just picked up Luke Cornette from the Knicks. Uh, he's a long right. seven foot shooter. He's a, just a stretch five. That's what he. And he can block some Valentine. shots. Valentine. Pretty much a stretch five. Denzel Valentine, like Denzel Valentine, Daddy is young. Like I said, we just picked him up. So, look, the Bulls have a decent squad in Chicago. No excuses. They should at least try to make a make a run for the playoffs because I think they have enough players. As long as they stay healthy, they should be decent. Yeah, they should. Opinion. Yeah, they they actually should. They should be um, competing for the eight seed because um, sure. I mean it's wide open. I mean you're you're competing against yeah. like Orlando, who we just shat on. Um, we, you know, <laughs> um, uh, the Hawks, who are you know also still young, uh, the Knicks, who yeah. you know have a lot of role players, but like aren't you know in a, in a better position than Chicago. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of teams out there, but like you know, um, if Toronto doesn't retain Kawhi, there's gonna be like two open spots. To like go for, um, and and I think there are a couple teams that you can just count out um, in Charlotte, uh, probably Washington, Charlotte, um, yeah, at least those oh, yeah. two. Uh, so sure you know, too. yeah, yeah. So I think cool. I think Chicago, <laughs> I think they could make a run. Cool. I think they could. I, I could see them making the playoffs this year. I wouldn't. I wouldn't count on it. I would still like. I would still pick. Toronto minus Kawhi over the Chicago team, but like that's mm-hmm. that's assuming that nobody gets hurt, uh, and, you know, all that. Like uh, you never know. Where? So a lot of questions. So right. So like I mean, it, it, I mean, it could happen. So, but yeah, we'll see. 
Um, but, yeah, good moves for Chicago. All right, let's finish this off. Um, so I got the Lakers here. They, I mean, they haven't really done anything. They got Dudley. Um, they got um, uh, yeah, Troy they Daniels. They got somebody else. You guys are the, Troy, the best. Troy Daniels. <laughs> the guy who got cut from the Suns two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, but, that was the new publicist, apparently. So yeah, there we go. Yeah, well, it's funny. You, you got one guy who got cut from the Suns and one guy who got traded from the Suns. So all right, that's you know, we'll see what happens. Um, <laughs> but uh, nevertheless, let's let's break it down like this. I want to talk about this in in. Like, we'll try to do this quickly. Uh, but um, uh-huh. if they get Kawhi. If they don't get Kawhi, that's how I want to like kind of approach this. If they get Kawhi, okay. um, they sign a bunch of vet men. They get all the best players left available um, that they could possibly yeah. get. And like we could sit here and pontif- pontificate on who those guys are, but like that doesn't really mm-hmm. matter because they're going to have the big three, and you know right. that's going to be it. If, but if they don't get Kawhi, what the fuck do they do? Yeah, who's left? Morris Twins? Boogie. <laughs> all the guys, good, well, except Rondo, Keep all going. guys who play positions that you don't have an absolute necessity for. for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, I hear I hear Monte Ellis and Amari Stoudemire when I come back into the league. Maybe you can find him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for the minimum. <laughs> um, I don't know. Hey, let me throw Maybe this out. Here. Let me throw this. Right. Let me throw this out there. Because I, I, I think I suggested this in the group chat, and Luke kind of chastised me, and I was okay. like, "All right, well, fuck you then, Luke." Um, but like, um, I don't, I don't think it would really cost you anything to just be like, "We'll take on um, Dennis Schroeder." Contract. Um, uh-huh. He's making fifteen point five million dollars over the next two seasons, um, and and you know the the Thunder like really want to get out of the luxury tax or or, or cut their luxury tax bill at least. Um, Dennis Schroeder's like he's not like a great option, but like he's a guy who could like basically be a quality starting point guard for you, especially with a LeBron James. Anthony Davis core, like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think that's an option. You have $32 million that takes up half of it, um, essentially. Um, but like you get him for nothing. That's probably better than anybody you're going to get on the market. And, and, and the thing is, everybody that's left on the market is pretty much going to be that minimum guys. So it's not like you're prohibiting yourself from getting any of those guys at that point. Um, I think that would be an option. Um, I think Courtney Lee um, would be an option. Another option that you could just basically be like, maybe like you throw, you know, Dallas a second round pick, uh, a future mm-hmm. second, um, and you get him, and they're just like, all right, cool, he's off our books. We have Seth Curry and you know uh, all these Luca and all these other guys, but we don't need, you know, Courtney Lee. 
uh, in Tim Hardaway. So I think that's an option. Um, there's there's some other guys out there. Those are the two guys that come to mind first for me. Um, that I just I, I think both of those would be like my first options. And then you like essentially you would have, um, you know, a basically most of your cap space wrapped into those two guys, and then you go out and get you know some fringe players. But like basically your starting lineup would be Dennis Schroeder, Courtney Lee, Kyle Kuzma. Um, LeBron James and, and Anthony Davis, um, it's not bad. I mean, you're going to make the playoffs. You, you, I mean, I think you at least have a like a legit chance at you know um, maybe not legit, but you have you have somewhat of a chance at, at you know making a run for the the, the championship, um, depending on the role players you get. Um, but I, I mean. I, I feel like that's your better option at, yeah, at, at at the point if you don't get Kawhi, like I mean, mm-hmm. there's there's no one left to sign, so you, you got to start looking at who can you like acquire via trade, <laughs> and you don't really have any valuable trade assets anymore as far as first round picks because the Pelicans own them all, so like you have to look at you know players that other teams don't want. Um, and I think those would be two guys like Dennis Schroeder and Courtney Lee, like that, that would fill out your roster. Um, what do you, what do you think about, um, kind of uh, just in, in broad terms, those, um, type of moves for the Lakers, do you think that would be like their best course of action? Um, if they don't get Kawhi, uh, and if not, like, what do you think would be a better option? Cause I, for the life of me, I cannot think of one. Yeah, I mean, if they don't get Kawhi Leonard, uh, you know, they, they've waited because it's taken so long. A lot of the better role players came out, you know, off the board now. Uh, so it's one of those things where, like, shit, uh, uh, we're going to have to sign guys that aren't even in the league anymore and hopefully come out of retirement to help us out. That's just kind of how it's going at the moment. Um, sorry. And, um, it is what it is. Like I don't fuck them. You know they 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 got fucking two of the best players in the league already. If they go and get the third one, they'll probably even have less money to go out and go get people. So you think you're worried about the guy getting Kawhi? So imagine what if they do get Kawhi? Who the fuck are they signing? Like why? I mean, I've been saying this the whole so time. Generous. How how <laughs> have they not been more proactive with negotiating um, Batman? Like. Throughout yeah, this know. whole free agency process, like how many guys have signed already? Like, like why wouldn't you have like made a hard push to get somebody like Wes Matthews? Like that would have been a great guy to like know that you're gonna have. <laughs> like just mm-hmm. saying, um, he wouldn't have been yeah. super expensive. Well, no, I mean he's a, he's a vet man. So like that's what I'm saying. Right, like exactly. you can agree. I mean, you can agree to all these vet minimum contracts. Um, before you like sign Kawhi, and they don't they don't cost you anything. They don't prohibit you from signing Kawhi Leonard because um, you you then sign Kawhi Leonard and then sign all the vet minimum contracts that you agree to. Um, like I don't know why they haven't been more proactive on the vet minimum market. Um, it's it's been weird, but um, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. 
No, I mean, I mean, if they don't get Kawhi, I mean, the guys like Goran Dragic and Deion Waiters will probably be available in Miami. Uh, then you have right. Uh, Iguodala probably will be available at some point. You gotta look at this. Probably. Kyle Korver probably available at some point. So it's like there's gonna be room to get some dudes out there, boogies out there. <laughs> so I mean, uh, <laughs> there's people. Uh, it's just a matter of like how you're gonna. Or, like last year they didn't do the best job of getting the right people behind LeBron uh, on his side. I think but... Tyler Johnson might be available. Mm-hmm. I think. I think the Suns might let him go. Oh, they'll definitely let him go. He really wants. You really want that contract? That's not great. Oh no, I'm not super high. <laughs> I mean, for a for a minimum contract though, like it'd be fine. Yeah, just buy him out, sure. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I don't. I don't mean to trade. No, no, don't get me wrong. I don't mean to trade for him. Like that's way too much oh, money okay. to trade for him. No, I mean like if they if they cut him, like then you could pick him up for a vet man, okay. like, and that would okay. be fine. Um, yeah, I understand. I, but yeah, I don't know. KCP is definitely gonna be a Laker this year. <laughs> yeah, he's like definitely gonna be a Laker. Well, and here's the thing with KCP: if he even if he signs a vet minimum, um, uh-huh. like they have his bird rights because uh, he's played there two years. So like I think right. regardless of whatever happens, he's gonna sign a vet minimum, um, or at, at the very least a room exception, and then you know go from there, and they will overpay him next season um, as a um, like basically uh, you know Rich Paul, we thank you for getting us Anthony Davis. We will pay your client um, mm. way over market value next season when you know. He's uh, when we have his bird rights, and you know his his payment isn't costing us anything. Um, so I think I would expect that to happen. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I I, I feel like a lot of it, a lot of this hinges on Kawhi. But if they don't get him, I don't think the sky is falling like everyone likes to paint the picture. Um, I still think there are guys that they can go get, like you said, Deion Waiters, that'd be a guy. Um, like, mm-hmm. that, that'd be a guy that literally you could get for nothing. You could just absorb him into your cap space. Um, yep. But, like, he's, like, people forget, he, like, two, three years ago, I think it was two years ago, he played really fucking well. Um, and then he got hurt, mm-hmm. and he just hasn't been right since he got hurt. Um, but, like, yeah. you know, I mean, he could be a guy who, like, you pick up who plays really well, especially because you wouldn't be asking him to do a whole lot. Um, although, I don't know, Deion Waiters is kind of a guy that, like, plays better when you are asking him to do a whole lot. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but like, Courtney Lee would be, like, a perfect kind of pickup. Like, that's the kind of guy, like, who, like, plays best when you're not asking him to do a whole lot. Um, and like, I think he'd be available. I think you could get him. He's a good good guy. Yeah, exactly. And I think you could get him for essentially like a second round pick. Like if you're telling Dallas, like you don't have to take back any salary. We'll throw you a second round pick and we get Courtney Lee. Yeah. If I'm Dallas, I'm like, all right, cool. Like, let's do that deal. Um, so. And always forget that, like. 
Yeah, I mean, there's Mello. Mello's still out there. Go get Mello. Mello out there. Go get Carter. Hey, and, and and I'm not I'm not 100% sure Dwayne Wade isn't gonna like not make a comeback. Like he said that he'll, he'll only do it for Miami. That's what he said. I'm not sure I'll gonna say to him, but he said only for Miami will he come back. Ah, uh, well, you know things change. Um. And sure. if LeBron's like, if LeBron's like, man, like, I need come on, look at this roster. I fucking need you, bro. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you, you think he's not gonna do it for his best friend? Mm-hmm. I, I think he probably yeah. will. Um, I bring them all out. I mean, Mike Miller. I want them all back. James, I don't see that <laughs> <Mike Miller>. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Let's let's do it. Let's uh, Udonis Haslam. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, let's bring Bosch back on a vet man and let's just yeah. let's bring them all back. Uh, um the medical yeah, thing just in case, you know, know. Yeah, yeah that, that's that's the thing. <laughs> um but hey, uh we'll leave it there. Um we'll we'll uh we'll reconvene when once we know what Kawhi is doing. Um and we'll cover that and break down you know, probably break down what we think about um, more so, uh, you know, how the league shakes out next season and where we think the teams stack up with one another because that'll be a, you know, a big deciding factor in that case. Um, yeah. But, yeah, we'll we'll definitely be doing that in the near future. Um, Joel, mm-hmm. as always, man, thank you for joining me. Uh, it was a pleasure. Of course. Always. And uh, – uh, be sure to uh, check out our, our, our shows coming up this weekend. We got, a, uh, I think, a Geeks Against the Grain show coming up. Um, yeah, uh, TS Top Ten. Um, yeah, something like that. Uh, TS Top Ten will definitely, I'm sure, be up. Uh, some Geek Vibes Live stuff uh, will we'll be around the corner. We'll be back next week or we may have an emergency podcast depending on what Kawhi does um, and whoever I can scrounge up um, <laughs> this weekend. Um, but uh, we'll see. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah. Uh, so be sure to uh, stay tuned for all that, but uh, we'll, we'll, we will definitely see you very shortly. Um, and thank you for listening uh, until we see you again. Peace. Yeah. Peace. Always check out the website too. Oh, and of course, oh, yeah. the Facebook page. Facebook page, Folklore Press. Got all of these things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Hold on one second before we end this. Uh, oh, shit. <laughs> fucking Joel has been working tirelessly to have every single fucking tweet posted on our Facebook page. So be sure to check that shit out. You literally have every single fucking transaction that has happened um, in screenshot formation uh, on our uh, Facebook page, Full Court Press. Um, it is at Full Court, Full Court Press Official um, on on Facebook. Um, so, yeah, be, be sure to check that out. Um, it's definitely up there. And, uh, yeah, be sure to check out our website, gvnation.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got some yeah. awesome articles up there. Um, no basketball articles because I have not been writing uh, yeah. uh, recently. I've been 
way too busy covering mm-hmm. all this shit. Um, but we got some really cool articles out there. Uh, I'm sure we got like a probably far from home review, probably now up there. Yeah, yeah, we do, we do, yeah. Hell out of shit. Nice. We're always, we always yeah, got articles we got, ready to go. We got all the shit up there. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Have you seen Far From Home? Yeah, all that thing. It's really good. Nice. I haven't seen it yet. I'm, I'm very looking forward. I think, I think I'm gonna go see it tomorrow. Um, is it, in your opinion, is it should. better than, uh, is it better than um, uh, Homecoming? Homecoming. I, I, I think be for me. For me, uh, not maybe not for everybody else. It might be. I mean, it might have cracked my top five MCU. That's how much I really. Ooh. That's how much I really fucking like this. Wow. Yeah, it's nice. It's, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I I may have to sleep on it a little longer and maybe watch it again. But it hit me pretty hard last night. I'm like, damn, that movie was good. <laughs> nice. Hell yeah. All right. Well, fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I'm definitely gonna go see it tomorrow then. Um. So yeah, mm-hmm. we got all that shit. Up on GVNation.com. That is GVNation.com. So be sure to go check that mm-hmm. out. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, great show, man. Uh, always enjoy it. Yeah, and of uh, we'll see y'all yeah, uh, as soon as we fucking hear a goddamn word from Kawhi. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> peace. And peace.
What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.